What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He was all swack back in the day as Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft enthusiast. He is in season. He's breaking it down. He's got the mock drafts for you. You can catch him at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Team Zap is Glenn Morgan. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your Super Bowl Sunday? That was pretty was good. Cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. No complaints. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Talked, wife, I think the oh, – go ahead, go ahead. Solid game. Solid wife, game. Solid game. Uh, the wife made some great vittles. She yeah. did an excellent job. She, she yeah. uh, did herself as she usually does. Uh, my children were consistent. They didn't watch one aspect of the game with me, but was there for the it's entire halftime. Halftime show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my wife. My wife sat. I wasn't even at home. I wasn't even at home, and my wife called me during the halftime. Like, yeah, you watching football now, huh? <laughs> my wife my wife sat down at the end of the second quarter watched the halftime show it was out kickoff she was gone <laughs> that was it so yeah but no no the game man the game lived up to the hype man i, I yeah. uh enjoyed every every aspect of it uh mm-hmm. the rams come out on top um you know what more could you ask for um question for you though the defensive holding penalty on the uh, on the final drive. Uh, makeup right call. It was definitely BS, but it was a blatant offensive pass interference call that led to a score. That, that is that true. It wasn't called. So, you that know, I true. mean, I I am more the 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 holding and uh, personal foul call that got offset. Yeah. I'm more thinking that one was more kind of egregious. Like, the I'm like thinking, yeah, the personal foul when he hit Cup, he caught it in the end zone. He right. tried to hit him out to get him out of bounds, right. and they called a personal foul. I was like, well, it hit him in the head, so I, I, he wasn't. It wasn't malicious, I, but yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, I it I thought it. Shot. I thought it was close. I thought it could have. Pop- I didn't really. I thought he led with his arms. But I guess if you go above, it doesn't matter. So okay, I digress. Yeah, it it no, you're you're right. It sucks because it wasn't intended. It wasn't malicious. Mm-hmm. He was making a physical play and he was trying to push him. But when a guy jumps in the air and he's coming down, unless yeah. you have impeccable timing, you might catch him where he caught him, and that's all that happened. And I think <laughs> yeah. that you saw Burrow come over there and mm-hmm. like they was like, like, dude, I wasn't trying, like get out of my face, man. I wasn't trying yeah. to do that. But you know, but but you can tell that. He had the he, he the collie wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you could tell that Cup was like, uh, my last name is what? <laughs> Man, I, I, I always wonder why don't like with the rule being like the foresight rule being no longer existent. Like, why don't they just run up to him if they catch him in there and grab him lower body and walk their ass walk out of out. bounds? Yeah. <laughs> I always think well, that like because it's, it's easier said than easier done. done. Yeah. When you're running, <laughs> you know, your body's going one way. But I, I you do see them a lot more now pushing them out of bounds, you know, yeah. like if they can't do so. I mean, I think to some degree that helps because the push, they're not trying to knock your head off as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
because you can you really have some collisions over there on the sidelines like we used to back I, in the day. I just didn't understand that the refs have pretty much stayed out of the game. They did the entire Except game. For, that, Except that, for that, that last drive, it was final it was drive, flag. flag city of, at yeah. you know on the goal line. You know, it was just flag after well, flag after flag after flag. And now I get the the pass interference. The last pass interference that put that the ball legit. in the one yard line, that was a legit pass interference. Yes. I get that. You got to call that. But the defensive hold, I think, was that that was great coverage. That was yeah. a bad call. And that, that was a bad call. You know, that would have made it what yeah. fourth down, right? Yes. That would have made, made, yep. yep. made it fourth yeah. down. That made an automatic first down there. And it just, that, I mean, yeah. if the Rams didn't score, that would have yeah. that would have been a problem. There's, there's no way they weren't going to score inside inside the 10-yard line at that point, you know. So uh, – uh, They, they no. were struggling. They were struggling yeah, they to were. do so, though. Yeah, but, you really know, were. dude, they, they should have scored before that penalty because um, Stafford overthrew. Jefferson. Jefferson in the back of the was yeah. it, Wasn't that Jefferson in the I back of the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah he missed him. Yeah. yeah. And, he and had I, him wide open. And I understand where so – they said he had to try and fit it. I'm like, I said, yeah, if he's throwing it right where the defender is, but there was a whole, like – he back row, we could have let him. We could have let him because, like, the, like the pass that Cooper Cup caught was it Cooper? I think, I think, well, not so much a touchdown pass that he caught. It might have been his because his cut, his first touchdown pass. Yeah, it was in he, the back. It was literally it was like the, the same the, play, like in the back. It looked like zone. the same play. Yeah, I, I just thought that Jefferson could have kept running along the back back line. Mm-hmm. He could have just let him towards the corner more, so yeah, nobody would have been there. Um, but. That's why I was like, oh, they blew it. Then they got they got saved on the next play, like you just mentioned, with the really you know dubious <laughs> passing or holding call. It's like, yeah, okay, I guess you're really helping these guys out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, what I do like, and like you mentioned before, like the that passing that that call in in comparison to the one that uh, T Higgins did against Jalen Ramsey that didn't get called the face mask one. Like no side, either side, like if you're a fan or the team, you can't complain about the ref because each one had a bad call. You know what yeah. I mean? A, a touchdown was deciding bad call inevitably. Except the right, except the 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 bad call that went LA's way went at the most opportune time. Well, it was a crucial time. time. It was a crucial yeah. time, no doubt. Yeah, but, I, I, but, I was gonna say something like that as well. Yeah. But you know, coming out of halftime down and getting a big play like that that was a momentum changer because the very next possession, they turned the ball over again. So the right. Bengals had a chance to blow that game open and they, yeah. they, they kind of squandered that. But the other thing I, I was going to say in terms of balancing out where teams can't say, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I like the fact, I'm not fact, I don't like the fact that both players were injured, but I like the fact with them both being injured, no one can say, well, if our quarterback wasn't hurt, we yeah. would have won the game. They, they both had they both some, got nicked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both got nicked up. Now, Burroughs looked a lot worse and probably is a lot worse. But, you know, he finished the game. He stayed out there. And Stafford, you know, wasn't like he could push off as well as he did prior to that. So, dude, that no-look pass was sick, though. Did yeah. you see that, no, that no-look pass? Yeah, he did Stafford something through? that I, all I've been waiting to hear on TV is, man, no one else can make that throw. You well, know, no, that's, they can't, that's they can't say that. That's their favorite line. Right, when, right. If it was Aaron Rod, if Aaron Rodgers would have did it, it'd have been see, he's the only one can do that. Or Patrick Mahomes <laughs> did it. He's the only one can do that. I mean, but yeah, I love it. That was no. dope, though. That no. was dope. dope. <laughs> yeah, like Patrick Mahomes' no look was like it wasn't necessary. It was cool as shit, but it wasn't like yeah. necessary. He did it. It was just like, dude, that's cold. 
And uh, it really didn't fool the defense. It was just he did it. He just did it. That's but, just Stafford did. <laughs> that that wasn't that that's the only way that play was gonna work. He had to stare down that tight end so that Bell bit. Because mm-hmm. if he didn't, Bell would just would have stayed there. But the fact that he threw it on a dime and it still zipped past three people, I'm like, dude, how do you throw a pass that accurate? And it's a no-look pass. I wonder if he legit tried to do that though. No, he did. No, he he legit he he because you see him staring down the tight end to draw Bell into there. And so well, he, well, I'm not saying I'm not saying he didn't try. I mean, like if that was his intent going into that play, I no. feel like, like if you if you watch, like they got a s- slow mo from the backside, right? His hand, he was like, and he last minute saw Bell and he held it just enough time to go. No, I, I don't think you know, he's hiking the ball and as the plays ensuing. I don't think he right. means to do that, but yeah. I think he's he's a veteran enough that instinct, he's like instinct, right? He, he's like he's like over. I I got a hole because otherwise that safety is going to drift right where I need to throw mm-hmm. the ball, and I know Cup's going to be there, and that's that's that thing where they say I think I was listening to Orlovsky talk about it, which I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but sometimes he makes some good points, where he's like quarterbacks generally when it comes to to the wide receivers, it's like don't fool me. Don't don't be where you're not supposed to be. Like get open and catch the ball, but don't be somewhere where you're not supposed to be. Like you know, sometimes they say uh, receivers may run undisciplined routes, and that messes them up because it's like, no, dude, you need to be here. Like like you always hear like Brady, like no, it's three steps cut here, it's two steps cut here. Nope, you're lining on the outside of hash mark. I need you on the left side of hash mark, not the right side. It's like, dude, it's one foot over. It makes a difference. You know, all those kind of things. I think that's one of those things where cup. Because and that's another thing too that um, Orlowski said is that Stafford, when he came over to the Rams, he was like he's like dude, he's like Cup is the, the best route runner I've ever played with, like ever. And so knowing where he's going to be, knowing that he's going to be there, knowing that he's not going to deviate from his route, that he's going to run it precisely where it needs to be, that was now I don't know if I had the stones to throw that in a Super Bowl <laughs> at, that, <laughs> at that point in the game. But he had he had to, he had to keep Bell occupied with his eyes long enough for Cup to be where he needed to be, and he threw where he knew he would be. But that ball was a rope, dude. I mean, you say I don't know if he would have had the ball if he would have threw to where he was intended initially. That's pick it would have been a pick, right? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I guess you don't think about so, your yeah. balls at that point. You just yeah. <laughs> you, you scratch them later. But right now, you know, I, I got a yeah. tug right here, but. Wait, what, yeah. what are we talking about right now? How about those bulls? <laughs> you lost me there, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, but but yeah, man, it, it was it was it was it lived up to the yeah. hype for me. Uh, I felt like the Bengals were were not phased until they got phased. And that last that last drive after the first what the first two plays they got to like them that midfield, mm-hmm. and then it was like, what the fuck? Well, first no, off, why they, do you call? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. I'm gonna ask you this question now. Okay. Because you you were you were telling us that uh, number ninety nine was uh, a little overrated. I didn't say he was overrated. You did. You said you, could, said you said you couldn't understand. You said you couldn't understand I, why. I, I, said, he, I don't. What, what 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 plays is he making? I still don't. <laughs> I don't see the said. best player in football. 
<laughs> well, I still don't. He became that on, on them last two plays of that game. Up to second half. I mean, okay, okay. So well, well, they, well okay. first they got okay. they, they got a man on the sideline okay. there. So here, so here's where so here's where smoke is gonna sound like that guy that just is not gonna give somebody credit. Okay, first of all, everyone thought coming into that game that Joe Burrow was gonna get killed because his offensive line wasn't shit. Right. And then eventually, <laughs> and then eventually it happened. Aaron Donald is great. I never denied that, did I not? <laughs> I just said he's – I just said I don't see the best player in football. He, he, had, he had four total tackles, three tackles you – no, know, four – yeah, four total tackles, three pressures, two sacks. No, eight pressures. Or something like that. Yeah, eight pressures. Something like that. Two and a half sacks, Come eight on, pressures, as a, and, as a, and four tackles for loss. As a, as a defensive tackle. And see, and that's the thing. See, see, and that's what I said last week. I said maybe it's because I don't really get into the nuances of the position. Because to me, still, Von Miller, to me, I like Von Miller more. You like the possession. And that's what I said. It's I guess it's because because everyone say it's the position. Okay, well, hey, look, I just like a motherfucker that's gonna hit the quarterback. I mean, well, he does well. it too, but Von Miller had two sacks. Yeah, that because gets, of Aaron and Donald. And see, that's the thing. It's because of Aaron Donald. See, to some degree, to some degree. I'm not saying all 100% of that because Bond is a, he's a no, Hall of Fame he, player. He has to have some type of pass rush move, but yeah. Right. But, but okay, but, so. You know, I can, you get, when, when, if a guy's getting double and triple team, every, okay. someone is, is one-on-one. On one. Yeah. yeah. And I can say this. Well, Bond getting his sacks when he did opened it up for Donald to do what he did at the end of the game. No, because no. no, no, it had nothing to do with it. When you beat no. someone inside like that, that's you. Yeah, he, he, he did. He, he beat two people inside, and he he beat them from an angle that he shouldn't have beat them in because the dude had help inside help, and it still didn't matter. And it was, it, dude, not only that, but it was the play before that burrow tackle. I, I get it. I give point. more. I I give Donald more credit on the stopping the run. That was awesome. Then the sack. Dude, this, the, the, the sack that wasn't a sack. Well, it wasn't a sack. Because because he threw the ball. You got to realize, yeah. dude, how difficult that was for him to – because the, the the offensive guy knows that he, the only way he can get beat is on the outside, but he's not as worried because he has inside help, and it didn't matter. <laughs> and it was and it was like to win the Super Bowl. It was like for everything, like I got to make this play. Now, I, w- I will say this, and I don't, I, I'm not saying I heard everything that all the pundits – I'm not saying listen to all the shows – but I didn't. I don't think I heard enough credit go to Raheem Morris for making adjustments in, in, in this in the second half Absolutely. because they were not they were not y'all, getting they were not getting to the they weren't getting y'all, y'all boy get all the credit. Raheem Morris ain't getting the job because it's it's Aaron Donald. He coaching the best player in the world. He coaching he Byron Leftwich coaching Tom Brady. He coaching the best well, play on defense. Well, now, now, now you're going back to colorism. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, I mean, to some degree, you're right. But it's like, so Kevin O'Connell still gets a head coaching job. Right. Even though, we know, even though we know McVay's calling every play. Right. And all that talent. Like, that's, and all yeah, that talent. BS. That's, and oh, and McVay, McVay is actually uh, uh, designing that offense and coming up with, with the game plan. Yeah, yeah. He just—he's just offensive kind of coordinator, and yeah, yeah. Sure, that's a cosign. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, that's that's, that's a saying. good plan, McVay. That's a, that's a good play. <laughs> I like that. 
That's so, good. But no, let's but get I, off that. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, we, no, we, we no, talked about enough about that last week. No doubt, no doubt. Um, but I, I thought Raheem Morris though didn't get it. Just straight coordinator. I'm not bringing anything else into it. I just don't think he got enough kudos for the adjustment that that Rams defense. Because here, I look. I know Stafford had the game winning drive. That defense won the game in the second half. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree. And and I will say, although I think the MVP wasn't wrong for going to Cup, I wouldn't have been mad had it went to Donald. At worst, I it think them been two. I think yes. them two were clearly the two guys that could have got MVP. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he was. On I, I'm I'm Cup. glad. I'm glad they didn't do the cliche and give it it's to the quarterback. Damn quarterback. I was I was I was but, good but, cup because I mean Stafford had nobody now, else to throw to. Yeah, and that's and that's why I was like that last drive, he went to cup. cup yeah. Cup. Hey, <laughs> like, it worked. And the defense knows that's what he's doing, and they couldn't stop. Right. Yeah, a part of me though, as much as I talk about Donald, a little bit of me wish he would have got it because I'm like, you know, as much as like I said, I like Von Miller. Von Miller is a Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. I think it would have meant more legacy-wise if they gave it to Aaron Donald. So, Smoke, I'm still not ready to crown him greatest of all time. But I greatest will, of all time. But, but I will – but I, I will crown – I will bow down and say he's the best defensive player in football. Well, arguably – I think you can still argue it, but arguably the best defensive player. I think he's definitely the best defensive lineman in the NFL. I don't, I don't think there's a question about that. Um, no, name a name a better name player? a better defensive player. Yeah, well, I'm about to say outside of the lineman, I was going to say T J. Watt's pretty good. Oh, because he's in a three four, right? Just so it's the same playing. position. That's what I'm saying. So he's playing outside. T J. Watt had a phenomenal year, dude. Excellent. Yeah, but no, I'm saying he's but he's. So what a what is what are you considering? He's a they're front seven. He's an outside line. He's outside line. Okay, that's see that's the thing that drives me crazy because like like Mac and Quinn were outside linebackers, but it was like yeah, but it's like realistically they were lining up like DNs, like right? Yeah, they might know. So well, I mean that's the that's the position though. Yeah, remember outside, they, yeah. they would also they would also go into coverage. They you know they would drop back into coverage. Yeah, sometimes which which we hated. Right, which I never understood. But that's that's a part of the if you don't play a three four, that's a part don't of look the like, defense. Don't look like they'll be not anymore. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, not no more. But no, I can't name a I can't name a better defensive player in the league. Not better, but I think I, I would put T.J. Watt just as effective. Okay, and who else? Why, well, I, I, dude, I gave you a name. You said I couldn't name one. I just gave you one. Now you I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's arguable. I think it's uh, TJ Watt is pretty damn if he disruptive, dude. I mean, he's and he's been good for the last few years. It's not like he just oh, had I'm not saying he's not a good year. football player. I'm saying if you're giving me the choice between Aaron Donald and TJ Watt, I'm taking Aaron Donald. I, I think it to me, it depends. Um, because for TJ Watt to be really effective, there needs to be some kind of presence on that D line, I think. But Aaron Donald has to fight through a lot. But there are times where Aaron Donald 
you know, to, to, to Smoke's point, there are times where Donald it's like if he's not getting a sack or something, you're like, what is he doing? Is he really making a difference if he's not making the tackles? Because in the first half would be an example of what I think what Smoke's talking about, where he's like, that's how that I think that's how he sees a guy generally. Like he's kind of ineffective, but then all of a sudden he'll have getting double teamed the entire first. But that's but that's kind of the thing. He's like, okay, they had to, and that's what that's where Raheem Morris came in. They had they had to scheme and scheme him out of it. Understood. Now I now I I understand that. I understand that. Like, but that can't to me that can't be the excuse of. Why he doesn't be effective? If, I know he's, he's going up against great, NFL well, offensive well, linemen. I, I mean, well, I say that you know, because he's not Superman. If until the last not, two plays of the game, he's not. But if but when I hear greatest of all time, mm-hmm. I you it's can't ar- be arguable. you can't be neutralized in my opinion. It's arguable. Uh, it's it's he's up there with Reggie White but, and Lawrence Taylor. That's who I, I would put those two ahead of him, and then I'm, there might be a couple others that you could debate. And and you know, just me, you know, Richard Denton, Chris Zorich, but that's just that's just me, you know. That's their bias. Look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a cowboy I'm a fan. Biased. I'm sorry, I'm not a cowboy fan, and I definitely wasn't one in the '70s or the '80s. I hated the Cowboys, but Randy White. People, people, people don't talk about how dominant they, and that guy was a Super Bowl MVP as well on the losing team. So that just shows you how dominant he was. They lost, and so he was still a Super Bowl MVP. So I mean, stuff like that doesn't happen nowadays, right? But I'm just saying, yeah. Randy, Randy White, and and then you know what's what's to do that? Um, like like I, I would put, I, I would say Donald is somewhat better than uh what's what uh cortez kennedy but cortez kennedy was up there too man as far as being that that kind of disruptor in the middle and getting those sacks from that defensive tackle spot but i think donald's more athletic i think he's a bit more explosive i think cortez was probably as strong um and, cortez and handled kennedy the run was, he was a big boy man yes i yes and, and donald's not as big as cortez no was. he's not not at all right. cortez had to he was pushing 320 yeah, but, but Cortez is moving nice. moving humans. He was moving humans too. Yeah, he know? was. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I mean, nah. so I, I just, I, I'm with you. He's not the greatest of all time, but I think he's. When you saw defensive lineman, I think he's one of the top. He's easily one of the top ten defensive linemen of all time. I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Dis, I wouldn't argue with that. And I if you say if you say interior defensive lineman, he's probably top four or five. What if he? Maybe what top if three? What if he retires now? Is he? And then I'm like, God bless you. You leave while you can still walk and you still got your knees. Yeah. And go out on top. I mean, what, what else? Figure it out. At this point, what else? Other than money, what else does he have to prove? Just so he can do it again. That's about it. Yeah. But, you know, why? If you don't have to, you're, you're going to the Hall of Fame. You're first, yeah. uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. You got your yeah, rock. Most, you played in two Super Bowls. You've been in defensive. Most MVP, defensive what, twice? players. Three times. Like that. <laughs> Three times. Most defensive players like that really only get one championship. Like Reggie White only has one, right? He played yeah, in two. Though. Played in two. I'm saying, but he only has one title. And was on and was on a a. Don't say it. Don't say great, it. Great, a great defense in Philadelphia. What a bad head coach. <laughs> <laughs> great defensive well, coach. Yes. 
but bad. He just couldn't get that offense together. And he and yeah. he had weapons on that offense too. He, he did, but yeah. his I, ego got in the way of him winning. So I uh I wanted to uh did you it's, all it's, see what uh Richard Sherman said? Buddy Ryan, by the way, if you didn't know who we were talking about with the Eagles coach. Uh, yeah, I'm with Richard Sermon. There's no way in hell that, yeah. uh, that all of a sudden Matt Stafford, who was 74 and 90-something Wait. career, is going to be Hall of Fame because he won one who, Super Bowl. Who's who's pushing this? Oh, dude, there's a lot of people saying that. Well, first off, Dan Orlowski, Orlowski for who, sure. can't, who can't stop, you know, what? Well, weren't they teammates? Yeah. Yes, dude, but you know what? Dude? Uh, you, can't, you, can't, Look, you can't count that. Look, we're, no, other people. I mean, I, I think I even heard like uh, Smith kind of come Greg out. Greg Jennings said, said it too. That yeah, Matt Stafford is a Hall of Famer. That he's a Hall of Famer now. Oh, Rob God. Parker lost his mind. We, we, we cannot. <laughs> you can't. You, you uh, can't Parker forget, went. You can't went forget eight. Detroit. I'm sorry. You can't. Even with the the stats was because number one, he had the, the Megatron years. Man. And then Man, look. it was the we got to come back because we're down by forty. Exactly. So let's get some yardage. Keyshawn Johnson made one of the best points that I heard. He like you know everybody say, oh, but you see he go to a team like this and he win. Well, Keyshawn like, well, if I played with Tom Brady, I have better stats too. <laughs> like so, so does that make me a Hall of Famer? Like hmm. no, like. Well, like, he could eventually, but not after one season. Right, well, right, right. That's yeah, what that's what back, he was speaking of. If he like, comes well, back and wins another yeah, one, yeah, he has time. And another well, he one, he has time okay. to increase on his but stats. No. And, but he has no All Pros. No, he has one Pro, one Pro Bowl. One Pro Bowl. Matt Jones went to the Pro Bowl this year. Mr. Bisky <laughs> went to the Pro Bowl. Yes, yes, that's true. Oh, they were like, alternates. You couldn't be an alternate. <laughs> yeah and a lot of those guys i was i was actually i don't don't ask me why i watched a little bit of the pro bowl and they mentioned that tom brady hadn't played in the pro bowl since 2005 he's playing the super bowls but he made all those i'm saying though there should have been some opportunities for stafford to at least get well, some, stafford's in a, in a, 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 a different conference a i understand i understand that but i'm saying though there was some some injuries, and you know, Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. didn't play in the in the Pro Bowl every year, True. right? Drew Brees didn't play in the Pro Bowl every year, did he? No, no. I'm just saying, you know, maybe he passed we... it up. Maybe he said no. I don't know. Nah, he ain't saying no damn. He ain't saying no to no. Yeah, now when he's losing, like he's like, I, I want to go to Hawaii. Recognize that I don't suck. My team sucks, but at least recognize oh, that I don't man. suck. Not only that, but he wasn't even the Super Bowl MVP. He was like the third person you would pick to be the Super Bowl MVP. He was either, you know, most people thought Donald should have got it. Cup did get it. It's like Stafford's like, no, and dude. It was solely two- between those two in my yeah. eyes. Uh, and the two picks, you know, one probably wasn't your fault, but the other one, you know, you didn't have to make oh, that. Oh, definitely, throw. yeah. The, the one in the end zone. That, right. Why? Yeah, yeah, no need know. to do that. All right, there wasn't, but it's third and 14. They weren't going to make 14 yards, so he heaved it to see what happens. But, but yeah, dude, there's no way he should be in the hall. Like, look, we, we, for, for years, we've been debating should Eli go? Well, no. shit. well that's a debate. I, I lean more towards probably than, than no, but that's a guy who was a Super Bowl MVP twice, right? Yeah. And one, two, he's in the top 10 and now. 
And it's, uh, and it's still a passing no. categories too. It's still a right. No. I, but what I'm saying is, he has a better argument. Stafford's not even at that level. You know, you, you, you it's like you might as well say like, shit. I don't know. Some average dude who was a quarterback. That is, like, I, that's like I will say though, I I and I like Eli, but a part of me hope he don't get in. He's going to get. Right he's away. going to get. He's going. I know to get he in. is. He's but Manning, I just say that because. Certain certain people on ESPN, Giants fans, and their their number one argument is he beat the goats twice. What the that doesn't mean anything. Nick Foles beat the goat. Are we putting him in a are we putting him in a Hall of Fame? He beat him twice in the Super Bowl. He Nick beat Foles him, beat him in the Super Bowl. He beat him on a Thursday night too. And clearly, and clearly outplayed. <laughs> Nick Foles put up 41 points. That's not Tom Brady's fault. Tom Brady put up 30 uh, Tom, some odd points. Hey, I'm, I'm just yeah, saying. I'm sorry, Nick Eli. Foles. No. To my, it just, and, and, but I remember. But I think he gets in. I wasn't worried about Eli Manning when the Bears played the Giants. I'm sorry. That was, that so, was. That so was not on think, my on my in, in my thought process. So, do you think Kurt Warner or Dan Fouts should be in the Hall of Fame? Then Dan Fouts definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Why he didn't win shit? It doesn't. I don't I, see. That's the thing. My thing. It's not about winning. It's not about winning titles. What is it about? It's an individual honor, right? But it's an individual honor. Eli has good numbers. Is my point, and he won. Eli has, in the top he has 10 good number all... because of the era that he played in. Well, you have to take that into consideration. He was, he was so, a so, second so. tier. Listen, 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 listen to me. He was a second tier quarterback for his entire career, right? You never thought of Eli. Eli was never looked at as one of the top five quarterbacks in the league during his entire run. Never. Never. But that's what, but that's what you miss. That's kind of where you miss me, though. Because that's far fetched. How? Because because a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's considered this great guy, can't do what Eli did in the playoffs. He did. He won a Super Bowl. I mean, he won one, but he was so absolutely that's terrible. That's what you saying? He won. But I'm one, saying, though. like, but he wasn't great. Wait, like he, Eli, he was great. literally, he was great in the 2010, Eli, 2010. Eli, I'll say this. Eli literally in the playoffs and those two Super Bowl runs, particularly, he was better than he was in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers on the flip side was worse. Okay. Even in so the Super Bowl. So because won. so because Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, he's better than Dan Marino. No, it's I'm, not, be in I'm, Hall not, of Fame. I'm not saying okay, that. I'm Dan just Fouts. saying like Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts didn't do jack. He all he did. Dan, okay, Dan Fouts threw a lot of passes in the air where teams didn't throw passes. So maybe his stats are bloated because he was the only one really throwing passes. It was a offense predicated on played, passing the ball. He played in an era where where offensive players could get mauled. No, they still they dude, they called the Chuck rule back then. They had the five yard rule back then. They did. And receivers stopped getting beat up in the in the in Donnie, the seventies. Yes, because of Donnie Shell, dude. Donnie Shell. It's the Donnie. The reason why he got the NFL is because Donnie Shell was destroying people, and they did that to stop the Pittsburgh Steelers because the Steelers, okay. Steelers were mauling people. So could, that's in the seventies. That's okay, in the seventies. Okay, okay. And then early, and Dan Fouts wasn't like Dan Fouts was was killing people in seventy two and seventy three. It was the late seventies and early eighties. You couldn't headhunt over the middle. 
What's it have to do with him passing the ball and nobody else is passing the ball? I'm just saying receivers got to got to be his stats are bloated because nobody else was passing. Here's my point. No, no, that's not. No, no, no. The fact that nobody else was passing and he could says a lot. It says that his offense was predicated on passing the ball and everyone else was playing the ball. So his numbers are going to look more inflated because he's the only one throwing the ball like that. As opposed to now where everybody's throwing the ball. So everybody's numbers look crazy. Dan Fouts was, and Dan Fouts played in one AFC championship game. I mean, so Jim Plunkett's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? No, he's not. He's not? No. Okay. Well, he didn't have that's a good- my that's my next argument. Well, to Eli. If Jim Plunkett's not in the Hall of Fame, Eli can't go in the Hall of but Fame. But Plunkett didn't have great numbers, and Plunkett sucked his, most of his career. But Plunkett won two Super Bowls, though. Yeah, but he sucked most of his career. He didn't have the numbers that Eli has. Because he, he was played, he was a first he round bust. Different, he played a different era. No, no, dude, he was a first round bust. He played he a different. A, and yes, and I and I get he was I get. a bust. Plunkett's until, early early on in his career in New England, he had a he was he was he, he was, bad. was yes. a bust. Yeah, that's why he's but not he won. Yet. But he won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but he doesn't have the numbers. But you guys are telling me you guys are telling me because he won two Super Bowls, he's he, no. he should be in. I'm saying because he also has top ten numbers. I mean, you keep ignoring the fact yeah. that we're, we're throwing he, in the numbers. Come on, on top of he was second. He was the he was second tier quarterback his entire career. He's he was in the second top tier in all offenses, all QB categories. Because he played a long time. He was he was never regarded as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And now you're gonna tell me he's a Hall of Famer? No. Okay, so okay, so I ask this. Is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Famer? Yes, he yes. He yes. was lit. Was he? Maybe I'm wrong. I do think he's the Hall of Famer. I do think he's Hall of Famer, but I don't ever think people were running saying they want Ben Roethlisberger. Ben, was, they respected ben was, him. Ben was always rated over Eli. Ben, ben was rated over Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is, yeah. a, is a Philip Rivers, Rivers not is not. Don't get, don't 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 give me that one. Um, yeah, Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer. But I bet he'll make it. No, he shouldn't. But I he bet shouldn't. he'll make it. Yeah, he I, but, I but you you, you got to keep in mind we, too. Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger won went to three Super Bowls in an era in between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean. So he won two. Granted, you know Heinz Ward was a better quarterback that day, but he won two Super Bowls, and he had one. Of, he had he had a super. Here's the thing. He had and here's the other thing. Oh, no, too. it was it was uh, Randall L. Oh, Randall L. No, no, Randall, Randall L. caught the ball. Heinz oh, he Ward caught. I thought I thought he I thought he threw it. No, he caught the pass. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Heinz Ward threw it. Randall sorry. L. caught it. All right. Um, I think that's the case. Wasn't it? I thought Randall yeah. L. No, I think it's reverse. Randall L. threw it. Yeah. Yeah, Randall L. Okay, threw it. it. He yeah, threw it. Hines were called it. Yeah. Randwell was yeah. a quarterback. And- right. right. Okay. Right. All right. Right. Well, point was Roethlisberger didn't throw it. <laughs> so, but but um, oh man, I forgot what I was getting ready to say. Gosh darn it! I forgot well, what I was going to say. Roethlisberger's a Hall of Famer. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Thank you. Um, someone else was talking about sometimes you have to have like a Hall of Fame moment too. And Roethlisberger had his Hall of Fame moment in that Super Bowl against the Cardinals. So he yes, threw that hell yes. of a pass. Eli has Holmes. two of those. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That, that's my point. Is that Eli's got two of those kind of moments. And he has one. He has two. Oh no! You are you are just a hater. What? The one the one you guys are talking about it was freaking what's his David Tyree. 
he had to get away from the sack to throw to Tyree. It should have been a sack. Exactly. That's a but moment. it wasn't. It's a no, moment. It should have been whistled dead. But, but it, it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> and then he and, caught it and, on his helmet. And granted, and granted, guess what? Yes, that I wasn't. Yes, I, that, I that wasn't. Either. That I wasn't am. the touchdown. <laughs> that was. Just, that was just to get in a better position. That he was, actually yeah. ended up throwing the touchdown. touchdown the pass touchdown pass was a good pass to, to Plastico Burris. Yes, right. I did. And then that throw to Mario Manningham was ridiculous. Was ridiculous. All right. And he had great playoff because they. I think they're the only team. They beat oh. Green Bay and Green Bay. Well, no, I'm, yes, they did. But what I'm trying to say is, I think they were the first team to be nine and seven to win a win a, win a uh, Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. So I mean, okay, like, they were nine and seven that year. Come on, man. It's a team sport. It's not all his fault. It pretty much was because that defense was pretty good. Dude, there's coaching. There's fumbles that players may have. There's catching team say, at the right time. I say, say no to injuries. Either. I say no to Eli. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Hey, Devin Hester didn't get in on his first uh his yeah, first messed run. up. Disappointing, that's, man. That's disappointing. You know what? I look I looked at the uh at the members that are the, the guys that did get in. I think they were trying to do some cleanup there. Yes, just it's to, clear. Because there's more to being accepted now than ever. To happened get before. some guys, yeah, yeah. I think this Cliff Branch should have been there a long time ago. Yeah. Um Leroy Butler, I was fine with. Tony Baselli, I was fine with. I'm not fine with that. No? No. no you're a left tackle. You didn't play but, like, what, six years, he, seven he years? He played more than that, didn't he? Not at Hall of Fame level, no, because he was injured all the time. It's not It's not like Lyman put up stats that you can kind of, no, like, Terrell Davis yeah, or, but or, whenever, or. But whenever you played the Jacksonville Gale Jaguars, Sayers. it was – you gotta watch out for that Tony Bocelli. Come on, man, that's hype. I mean, we really to talk about man, that. Oh, that's I couldn't not I say any That was the man. Fred Taylor should be the first Jaguar. Uh, Jake Delon or something. Fred Taylor in a Hall of Famer. Stop that, dude. Look at his numbers. What's he got? I think he's like top what seven or eight. Is he over thirteen? Is he over thirteen? I don't know. I think he's around. I, I want to. I thought he was like at fourteen. Oh, let's see. I'll open it up now. Looking let's see where, where Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor is at uh, he's 11,000. 11, nah, can't do it. 66 touchdowns? Over 10,000 yards? Usually 10,000 was the benchmark. Because uh, what's his name got in? He barely got over 10,000. What's the dude? Um, uh, the singer. He was with her. Um what are you talking about? Oh, uh, shoot. What's her name? She was with everybody. So I'm assuming. Curtis Martin. I'm assuming on here. No, Curtis Martin had 14,000 yards rushing. He's at 14. Yeah. Yeah, but Curtis yeah, played 14, like. 000. Yeah, but he stayed on probably 10 years longer than he should have. Curtis Martin. 14. So is, let me he ask you this. 10 years. He only played 10 years. <sighs> oh. let, me ask, let me ask you this. Um, oh, damn. I, I lost my train of thought. Oh. Uh, Fred, uh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Yeah, that's just so I actually was just typing his name in. <laughs> he's he has, he's 16,000. 16,000. He's at 16,000 with 81 16, touchdowns. 16,000. Is he, I, I guess that yes. says he's in. Yes, he was yeah. a lifetime achievement award. But yeah, Devin, I think, you got you to gotta think about with the Hall of Fame, Chris Carter didn't get into like his third or fourth try 
But Tim Brown. But, uh, Tim Brown yeah. had to wait a long time. Uh, Richard Dent waited a long time. Oh, it's real long time. Waited but guess what? Years, I think. I, I get it. I get it. You can name a lot of people that had to wait, but guess what? None of them are the greatest of all time at what they did. I agree. There's no one better than definitely. If I ask you this. If you could, t- who's the greatest kicker of all time? Great guy. Great guy. Well, he's no, he's a punter. Punter. A kicker. Jan Stenerud. Um, uh, Gary Anderson. Are you statistically Gary Anderson, but I, I like uh, or what dude, a, what dude, Janikowski. Uh, Janikowski's up there too, but I'm talking about, I called him Nails, uh, the uh, Patriots guy. Oh, Vinatier. 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 Because he was clutch. Ish. Is he in, is he in already or has he no, kickers, in? kickers no. are dead. Kickers don't they're, they're hard, they're hard pressed yeah, to get yeah. in. They're hard pressed, okay. They're yeah, but you but, but you come, I can't use that argument then. But a kicker is different. You're 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 asking a dude that comes in, you look, no one's tackling them. No, no one's you know, they, mm-hmm. they may go boo real loud and they may jump past his feet, but you know, outside of weather conditions, you're pretty much, you know. It's it's you, you do one thing, yeah. you know. It's like yeah, a kickoff return is a lot more difficult to score a touchdown off of that. Here's why kick kickers. Here's why kickers don't go to the Hall of Fame. Did you see the halftime show? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. The Bengals exactly. kicker was out watching a halftime show. Exactly. Defensive ends can't do that. Yeah. They can't go watch the halftime show. That 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 doesn't happen. Heck, I remember in, in high school, we had a kicker that um, he was on a soccer team, too. And he would go and do his kicking activities and then would go and uh, take a break and have a snack in the cafeteria <laughs> before then going to soccer practice. So, yeah, only kickers can get away with stuff like that. Man. Real real football players can't, can't do that. Can't do that. I don't know if it is it this maybe is it Jan Sinnerud? Is he in the Hall of Fame? Sinnerud, I think is. I think he's the only kicker. Yeah, great guy's only punter, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think even punting, I would put over kicking a little bit. Yeah, because you pin it. No, I can't. No, no. I, I'm not saying it's, it's not a wide margin. It's you're just kicking a the ball, bit. man. You're kicking. Yeah, the but ball. you're but you're covering you're covering kicks. You're going down there and, and uh, on punch. You're going down there to make tackles. Punters and ain't making tackles. Ray Guy did. And Ray Guy threw a couple of passes too. Now I'm good. Warren no. Anderson is in the Hall of Fame, huh? Is he? Oh, okay. Well, he's another one. You know, because you know what? You know, who's, you know, I'll tell you what. If there are any kickers that go from our generation or from our, you know, say with the last 20 years, it'll be uh, the guy from the Ravens and maybe Vinatieri. Yeah, Justin Tucker is pretty good. He's he he's got that's, all the, and Rob, that's Robbie who Gold. I'm Arguably, Robbie Gold should go to Hall of Fame too. He, he's just you know his his longevity, but his consistency. I think he's been, I don't know, like top three or top four his whole career, and he's had some game winning ones too. But Justin Tucker has always had a lot of, you know, a <laughs> lot a lot of pub and hype. Kicking more than Anderson. That, that he was kicking from eighty two to two thousand seven. Man, yeah, yeah. What the. <laughs> <laughs> Like God I said, kick, kick it ain't the same thing as covering punts. <laughs> God damn. It's a, so it's a, 
Kickers, Born Addison, George Blanda. George Blanda. But George, but George Blanda was a quarterback. Well, they say also quarterback. Lou Groza, also a tackle. And John, Jan yeah, and Luke Rose, that's, that's what the kicking college awards called the Luke Rosa award for college. Yeah. If you're the best kicker, so I will, we'll wait till next year on Devin. Hey, let's uh go to our, our picks real you quick. Just, you just go, picks. you're just gonna pass the halftime show. Now you're gonna talk about that, huh? <laughs> we can talk about the halftime show. I mean. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was so outstanding. So, so Snoop doing a crip walk, and they didn't want him to flash anything gang related. <laughs> you just go bypass that, and, and Eminem kind of doing a kneel, but how the program telecast you know didn't show it. I didn't even see the kneel because I, I was so I was I looking I at it. I was looking no, at Dre playing the piano. I didn't see it. Right. I was like, wow, Dre is playing piano. Right, and they kind yeah. of they did a drive by with this with the program shot. Only know, thing the, I noticed about Eminem was that he was wearing the Air Jordan threes. That's all I. That's all I saw. To me, the main thing to me was that it seemed extremely short. Than usual, I don't, I don't think it was short. I just think it was awesome. To me, it just it seemed real short. Time because you enjoyed flies. it. Yeah, time <laughs> enjoyed it. Fun. That's what I've enjoyed. Fast. But I've enjoyed others was, that seemed like they was going was, forever. I don't think it was shorter. No, it was. Nah, I, I mean, you was, you you was, saw a lot of acts. You saw yeah, what six yeah. acts or you just Dre and Snoop twice. You just Kendrick was so Omar. so into the show smoke. Yeah, you just didn't realize time was moving. Yeah, it, was, it was a good. Blank. It was a good show. I think it was. It, was uh, it wasn't Prince. No, Prince. I think it was the greatest halftime show ever. And then I cried after that because the Bears lost. But uh, <laughs> Prince. Yeah, you're playing Purple Rain in the rain. It doesn't get much better than that. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? There's a uh, if you go on YouTube, uh, NFL Network did like a behind the scenes of that show, and I guess uh, one of the guys that was that was uh, coordinating the, the the setup and all of that, I guess he was talking to Prince the morning of, and it was raining, and he said, you know, it looks like we're gonna have a steady rain. He was like, okay, can we make it rain harder? That's what that's what Prince <laughs> that's what Prince told the guy. <laughs> of course he did. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I enjoyed the show. What about you guys? Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh I, I I assumed they were only picking tracks that Dre produced. Yeah, I think that was yeah. Because I felt like some artists could have picked different tracks, but overall the the energy and the atmosphere was was bananas. That, that shit was crazy. I thought, this especially was... once you turn up the volume on the TV, it is like you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the set was great. Yeah, the, way they, the way they did that. Um, yeah, it was a cool. It was it was cool, man. Or did didn't uh, Dre just place? <coughs> Excuse me. Didn't Dre just play songs um, that used to be Death Row or that were Death Row oriented? Because Snoop just bought Death Row. Is uh, that what he did? No, well, I don't well, think so. Uh, no, well, no, because uh, 
That was well, yeah, that was Tupac. Yeah, that was that was Tupac. That was I Am Mad at You, and they needed California Love. No, 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 no. Uh, Still, Dre is not Death Row. Yeah, that's not Death Row. Oh, yeah, because okay. yeah. that was okay. that was uh when him and Eminem got right, it. right, right. Okay. No, it was it was just it was just Dre produced songs. But I so think it was all like because I felt like Mary J could have did better songs than what she did. Right. But I, I'm assuming she only did what Dre produced. Kendrick, I definitely oh, feel was, he could have did something. No, I thought he, I thought he did, he did right. He did right there. He did. He did his. He did I his biggest hit. He did his biggest hit. All right, is his biggest hit commercially? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess that, tell, that tells you I don't really care for commercial songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, it's the Super Bowl, man. True, true. It's the Super Bowl, and and and, and I know this is far fetched. I'm like Fifty should have did the intro to Power. <laughs> the <song he> <laughs> <laughs> it's but but overall though, it was called. Yeah. I my favorite part was Dre on the piano. Yeah, I I really like people playing the piano, being able to play like I. That's like something I wish I can do to this day. I wanna, I still wanna learn how to play the piano. That was the best part of the whole performance to me. Like him sitting on that piano playing, I ain't mad at you. Like I got chills when I when he was playing that. I like the Kendrick Lamar and the way those guys were dancing. I wanted, I wanted that go over the Golden Lords. Yeah, I wanted that overhead <laughs> from from Meteor Man. <laughs> I wanted that overhead shot to, to stay on at the overhead shot for the most part. They kept cutting back. I'm like, no, dude, still the overhead shot. You can see how those guys were moving. It was cool because it was like over like the city. It looked like like a, a like a, a print out of the city or whatever. It was just it was just cool. I like seeing synchronized stuff like that, and everybody was dressed the same. I was like, dude, that's cold blooded, man. You know, I just I thought that was kind of sweet. So, yeah, so oh, that, I, I did not expect it to be that good. I thought it was gonna be a bunch of you know fifty plus year old people just trying to hang on and hang on for mm-hmm. a payday. Like, hey, we all gonna get paid, but no, dude, they they brought it. They did a really yeah. good job. I yeah, mean, I would say I didn't expect it to be as choreographed as it was that was that was my concern like are they gonna just all be up there right popping out and together and, <laughs> right, and just right, singing right. a part but it was really a show like no they 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 did so, it they did it right yeah now here's here's a question for about the show though was this show for the gen xers or was it for the millennials who was who, gen- was who was the show the, who was it who was it made for the ones that can afford the super bowl tickets <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it, it was for an older crowd, but I mean, but you, when you look at a lot of the Super Bowls, but no, there are millennials oh, out there that are saying this was made for them. I mean, they had a respect for it, you know, mm. no doubt. And but yeah. and I, I think you know, kids today, like rap, is a lot more pervasive than it was when it first came out. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, not everybody still loves. I mean, obviously, there's segments of the population because you just listen to Twitter, you can hear a lot of the. The, the, the negative people out there oh it's too militant it's too all this other stuff but it's like dude get over yourself it's just a performance but um what was what was there were there some negative i didn't see any negative oh, comments dude. out there were there yeah. were there a lot of negative well, not not on black twitter i understand but- that yeah that, that's that's my problem i'm not i'm not anywhere else yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like you know twitter in general a lot of people people were like you know i thought it was too militant the, the music was bad it thought it was one of the worst super bowls halftime shows ever they are blah, that blah, militant blah. thing anything all black right those black folks they it they wasn't it wasn't militant when at Beyonce, all when beyonce did formation they were they were hot 
when she did formation that year. Oh, that's with, how I remember with Bruno that, yeah. Mars and, yeah. <laughs> and, and and why they still still protesting and blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, y'all seriously? The it was white looked, guy protested. No, I, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it's like, dude, you know, if you don't like the music, just say you don't like the music. But you know, don't 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 bash this as it being something that it wasn't. You know, that's what I'm saying because. But my point being, a lot of Super Bowls, sometimes it's like the the the, the uh, entertainment was kind of older entertainment. Like when Diana Ross did it, it's like, dude, she was like what, almost sixty when she did that one. She was like in her fifties. I mean, I know y'all Rolling love Stones. Yeah, this I know was y'all my... love Prince, but Prince Prince was older, dude. Yeah. That was older. Yeah, right. And I like, like Madonna you know, I like did Prince. it after Prince. Right, I like I like Prince. <laughs> um, I like the Rolling. I'm a I'm a Rolling Stones fan. I saw the Rolling Stones the last time they were here at Soldier Field. I saw them, but um, I actually felt this was this show. And I'm a I brought up the whole Gen X and Millennial thing. So I'm the last year of Gen X. <laughs> I honestly I felt like this this Super Bowl show was made for me. This yeah. Wait, so how does that how does that go? So that means yes. I'm a Millennial. So. Yes. So yes, you are. <laughs> I think Gen X is from like 1969, 68 no. or 60. It's like 67, 67. 67, yeah. 67 to 79. And then okay. uh, the generation Y or the millennials are 80 to 90, 90 95. Somewhere like that, like whatever, I didn't whatever know it is. I was considered a millennial. Yeah. You can Google it, you can Google yeah, it. I guess show I had to because I had that all wrong. Yeah, I thought millennials was people born 2000. 2000? <laughs> no, 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 it's actually before 2000. It's like I 90. Had that all they're called, they're, I think they're called, they're they're Gen Z. Yes, they're Gen Z now. Gen Z, okay, yeah. right. okay, okay. Yeah. That's why I was a little lost when you asked because I'm like. Them little motherfuckers don't know half of the stuff that I play. <laughs> but okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> now it makes sense. Okay, now right. it makes sense. All right, now let's go to picks. Uh, we get to How about those bulls. How about those bulls? <laughs> Our final <laughs> final picks of the of the year. Uh, Glenn, you took the over in this game. You lost that. Uh, <laughs> Burrow passing yards. You took the over. You won oh, that. Uh, no, you lost that. I'm sorry. You lost that. Didn't he pass for 289? No, he passed for 263, I think. Oh, so close. Uh, Stafford over. You got that by three yards. Woo-hoo. Uh, Burrow over in touchdowns. You lost that. He only had one touchdown pass. It was one and a half. Because Joe Mixon stole his other one. He, he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you took the under for TDs for uh, for Stafford at two and a half, and he actually threw for three. Yeah, three. bastards. So uh, one or so you went two and three. Um, that is it two or three or or no four. one and one and four. I'm sorry, you went one and yeah. four. You know, right quick, I'm if I could just math. Uh, interject. Uh, another reason why, uh, just you know, full disclosure, I went to Aaron Donald. I was upset he didn't win it. I put a $4 bet on Aaron Donald to be the uh, MVP at uh, 1200 to one. Uh, that cost me over 400 bills because they decided to pick Cooper Cup, bastards. Damn. Ooh. 
Dude, I dude, I could have came away. If Odell didn't get hurt, dude, I could have came away with like damn near six, seven hundred dollars, man, with like a thirty dollar bet spread out. Just it, I know I, a lot of people that Odell killed Odell killed their parlays. Yep. Cause I think the on most of the betting sites, he was at 60, over 60 yards. He got hurt at 52. Wow. Oh, uh, I had him first scoring touchdown, and then if he scored a touchdown and they won, that's what I won on. I mean, I won more than I put in, but I could have had so much more. I'm sorry, I just I know I digress, but I was just really upset that they're no, <laughs> no, no, you, you needed to vent there. I, 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 <laughs> you need to vent. Uh, smoke, you took the Bengals and the over. Uh, I did, I went over. Oh, I yeah, did, you I did. Said you took the over. That's it, 27, 20. Uh, um, you took Joe Burrow the under, you got that in passing yards. Uh, took Stafford under, you lost that one. Um, and what's the final? Oh, TDs. Uh, you took the over for Burrow and TDs, you lost that. You took the under in Tutties for. Stafford, and you lost that one and four. And I took the over, lost that. Took the over for Burrow in uh, passing yards, lost that. Took the over for Stafford, got that. Uh, Took Burrow in the over, lost that. And took uh, Stafford in the over for Tutties and got that. So two and three for me. Uh, So final standings. Glenn, you finished 24, 39 and 2 on the oh. season. Oh. Uh, that's like the Bulls season last year. Smoke, <laughs> you finished a little better. You were at 28, 34 and 2. But uh, when it comes down to it, I am the champion. 36, 27 and 1. I am amazing. I didn't defend my crown from last year. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know I'm great. Uh, you know, too bad I didn't said, win any money this year. That's what I'm saying. All my bets thing. came out came out wrong. <laughs> but that's all right. We should do the money thing with our bets going forward. Put the money in the pool, and you know, just mm-hmm. draw. You know, bet off that that five dollars that you have in there, and, and, and see how that goes. Nah, because if my picks go in, it's just gonna be wrong. Well, hey, <laughs> be wrong. Just, Whenever just money comes in. I'm like the but maybe kid, the, maybe maybe starting next season when we do our picks, take one one lock from each of us and make the, it one parlay. I, I I like that. That's cool. That's a good so idea. We pick. We already we already pick our three for the yeah. podcast, but we take one of our three that we consider a lock, and we combine them. I'm with that. One parlay. I'm with that. Okay. So that means so don't, mean, don't, don't blame don't blame me every be, time. It can't be same games that we picking. Right, right. One, <laughs> one lock. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, let's move on to the Bulls. And uh the trade deadline came and passed, and the Bulls stood pat. Still Pat Williams. I, oh, that's yeah, that's true too. But I'm bump. The cast came off. <laughs> yeah, yep. He was, he was dribbling yesterday it. at the game. They've been talking about it, but yeah, they didn't make a move at the trade deadline. Um, and I'm a little worried now. 
and I know they, they, they're going to get somebody, but DeRozan is playing at this MJ clip right now. And I'm just scared that this is like the peak and we're not going to see this guy at this level ever again. No, you won't. I, I'll tell you, don't be scared. You're right. You're not going to see this ever again. I'm just letting you know now. Don't no need to be scared. Just accept so, this. Realize. So I'm saying we, we can't we can't waste this. But it it's gone. It's not but gonna it, happen. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not gone not yet. Good. It's still in it. We're still it's, in the season. It's no way we're going to the NBA finals this year. Sorry. It just isn't. There's no way. But that's it's okay. Gonna take, it's gonna take some yeah. massive breaks. Well, that's still, it's not going to happen, but it's okay. DeRozan doesn't have to be an MVP for us to be in the NBA finals. He just has to play. It helps. You know, he drops, that doesn't hurt, certainly. But if he's dropping 20, 21, 22, as long as someone else is picking up the score slack, we'll still be better not, for it's it. Not a, it's not enough. We'll still be better for it. I mean, Zach, maybe Zach is, picks up more points and he's the MVP. I, it's just we don't need the Rosen to be an MVP for us to win a championship. Maybe Booch becomes a 20 point plus game score consistently. Maybe Pat freaking Williams steps and up maybe and starts start score. Yeah. You know, average like let's 13. think back. Let's think back though. Pat was playing tentative before the injury. Understood. I'm not saying this year. I'm I'm saying going forward, maybe. Maybe this toughens Pat up. Maybe Pat realizes, man, life is shorter than I thought. I can't just – I don't know. But point but being, it, if Pat steps up his game and scores a little more, DeRozan doesn't have to drop 40 every third game. It doesn't have to go on these scoring streaks where he's scoring, you know, Jordan S numbers, 35 points and 10 rebounds or whatever, you know, for like seven days straight or something, you know. I'm just saying, dude, I, I, I'm I okay. I, I get what you're saying. And I, I hate that this season, quote, unquote, is wasted. But it's wasted not due to anybody's fault. I mean, injury, COVID, injury, and then more injury, and then more injury on top of that. It's just, you, it, look, we're already ahead. I said last week, we're already ahead yeah. of where we thought we would be. We're kind of ahead of schedule. So take this season as a massive learning experience. Mm-hmm. Improve your depth in your team. Your depth has gotten more experience than it normally would have, so that's good. And figure out the two or three pieces you need to make yourself that championship caliber team. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with GM. Uh, to speak on the Pat Wheels part of it, uh, I feel like that comes down to the coaching, putting him in position to be more aggressive. When you have like when you have when he you're power forward like he is, he's not put in position to get the ball as much. Like for like so, he's more so playing the role of catch and shoot, or catch and get to a spot and shoot, or cutting and slashing to the rim to get a, a bucket. Because the way we're playing offense, quite frankly, is. Point guard may create something for some people, but for the most part, it's get a ball of Zach, get a ball of DeMar, and let them work. You know, so it's going to come down to the coaching to get more out of Pat, making him more of a bigger piece in the offense, in my opinion. Um, to speak on the trade deadline, like I said last week, Matt, there's nothing out there to make us that much better than we already are. 
I'm I don't want to be in a situation where I'm so caught up in winning now that in two years we're back in the shit. I rather have sustained success and you know one with sustained success that draws free agent big free agents to want to come here. And so that gives us better opportunities year after year versus go maxing out now for what likely won't work right because the move wasn't there now we're putting put ourselves in a bigger hole like i like the bulls was interested in yakapoto portal how do you say his name portal but they wanted a first round pick we already gave up our first round pick for this coming draft with vooch well well the past draft like Let's not do that again. Like, we're not going to get lucky again with a guy like Ayo in the second round. Like, let's let's keep our pick, like, for right now. Like, and see what happens. Like, I, I really think we got to look at this in the long, long-term sense. I understand DeMar is doing his thing. But if these guys healthy and continue to develop, the sky's the limit. You never know. Like, you never know. No one thought what Phoenix did last year was going to happen. And, right. and to speak on that, it, 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 it rolled over to this season. Mm-hmm. Now they are even better. Right. They were a surprise last year. Now they're one of the favorites to win it this year. You know, a lot of people felt like you, Ez. With Phoenix, uh, next year, teams will get healthy. They they benefited off teams being unhealthy. They they snap back to reality. No, they done kicked it up a notch. Now their confidence done set in. They know they can win. Like I feel like, man, let's let's just see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens, man. Other moves was made around this league that that to me. More significant. We ain't it ain't worth us right giving up what we got to try to chase what these other teams is doing. Like it just ain't worth it. Let's well I want let's let's hit on Zach real quick and then we get get to some of those uh trades. Mm-hmm. Uh Zach is going to see a specialist in LA for his knee, his left knee. That's uh that's been bothering him, but he says he's playing in the all. Uh, he, he plans on playing in All Star Weekend. Is that yeah, I'm sh- smart? I'm sure he does. No, but you know, hey, I don't know if I'll get back here again. And damn it, I'm gonna play. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just him taking precaution. Maybe it's him using that as a reason to get rest. When I, when I initially heard it, I was like, damn. And then when I heard he said he's still in – before he even probably boarded a plane, they say he still intends to play an All-Star game. I'm like, wait, okay. That's, that's, this this that's, sounds like maybe you're just using this as a chance to take a take a break. Yeah, it just didn't – that, you know, usually, you know, he got some some issues – You'll say, you know, let me go get this checked out, and I'm a rest during this All Star period. You know, 
No, he talking about playing. He talking about doing the skills challenge, and then playing in the game. Well, you know like, they don't play hard in the game. It's just you know he's running up and down the court a little bit. It'll be slightly. He's yeah. not going to be dunking. Take a couple of jump shots, and he'll just you know play a little bit. Then he'll sit out most of the game and play like three. Yeah, five he he, of the pro- game. he probably ain't going to play most of the game. I think it's more so he don't want nobody to take his spot, and he don't get that. He'll yeah. probably play. I mean, he'll he's probably still, he's still getting introduced. Not if he not if he's out and he gets a replacement. No. No. They don't allow them to uh I thought, like I thought Draymond they won't be him. there. No. Mm-hmm. Well, who wants to go to Cleveland? <laughs> Nobody. I'm right? going to Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, no. you go to the All-Star game? I forgot. I'm going to I'm talk, Friday I'm talking about NBA oh, I won't you, go. I'm not you going, going to the see game. the You going to see the show, though. <laughs> you there for a reason. You there for a reason. Which, uh, yeah, should be fun. I'm, uh, that, that's cool. But yeah, all in all, I hope Zach is all right, man. Absolutely. That's, that's the main thing. That's, that's all that really matters. Uh, we, yeah. need, we need him at full strength. Uh, and then yes. once everybody comes back, my dream of winning the East is going is going is going is going to happen. Well, we're going to need everybody back just so that we don't become a first round casualty. I mean, that's nothing mm-hmm. guaranteed. I mean, that too. That that's why I'm like, you know, I don't I don't know if we're in position to make that move yet because we might not be ready to make that move. Not really ready. The playoffs have a way of, of proving how ready you are, whether whether yeah. you prepare for it or not. It'll let you know. And depending on when them guys come back, expecting In the jail. success right away right. with them missing so much time, it's kind of unfair. But, I mean, I understand fans. We're going to be fans. We're going to want them to win. But it's going to be tough to expect Pat Wheel, who's missed all but five games of the season, to come back in and be a key piece right away. No, nah, man, four pick be, overall. Four pick overall. It's, it's going to be tough to ask Alonzo and Caruso to be back into their lockdown defensive play ways, you know. Like, it's it's going to take some time. It's a, it's Hopefully they can come back. Uh, yeah. But it's then you get out there, you start going too hard, you injure yourself again. Right. You know, like, it's a – man, it, it's going to be – it's going to be interesting. I mean, in a perfect world, they come back and everything goes back to how it was before they went down. But that's in a perfect world. Hey, the I mean, trade. I'm not saying uh, it's impossible, but hey, we'll see. The big trade uh, at the deadline, uh, James Harden uh, leaving the Brooklyn Nets to go to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. Hmm. Um the Nets also got um, uh, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Um, the Sixers got what? Two first round picks? And no, the Nets no, no, got the Nets two, got, oh, the Nets Nets got, got two, two first, first round picks. Okay. Yeah. And then the Sixers got um, Harden and Paul Millsap. Harden. Yeah. <laughs> that just doesn't seem fair. They got a hamstrung oh, Harden. Highway robbery. Uh, Hamstrung Harden and Methuselah Millsap. 
<laughs> I guess they figured, hey, they weren't going to get nothing from Simmons. So why'd you have the first round picks? I don't understand what I had to but get. But you went from asking for a player and three first round picks to giving up three players, three players and, and two, two first, first round, round picks. picks. Yeah. That just, that, that seemed that ass backwards. Yeah. But I think the Sixers are going to be all right, though. What, for the three games they play together? Because one or the other is going to be Once hurt. Harden comes back. Once Harden comes back. That's another one. Harden, Harden not playing any all-star game because of his uh, hamstring situation. But, hey, uh, look, I was watching uh, NBA on TNT today. Tracy McGrady made his debut, and Tracy going to always give the hot takes. And he said something that made sense. He said Harden is not hurt. I've never seen a person nursing a hamstring doing practicing step backs in practice. <laughs> and D-Wade and Shaq co-signed. That guy just wanted out. And he's using now in the all-star break to try to help his image to act like he's still hurt. And he'll be back after all-star break. He's he ain't nothing wrong with dude. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he okay. I, I know I the hamstring never, has been a lingering thing for him. I'll never talk about guys' pain, so you know. But he in there doing step back threes. Who, were, who? So are the Nets the best team in the East now? Healthy. Yeah, it looks are. like a healthy. Yeah. Healthy and healthy. On, they are healthy on a non-vax day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, if they when they're on the road, that's the truth. They are the probably they're probably the team that you don't want to play at home if they're the road team because yes. they'll have all their weapons. And with shooters like Seth and Kyrie and Durant, Simmons doesn't have to worry about scoring any offense. He can be the fourth, fifth, or not even matter. He can just focus on defense, rebounding, mm-hmm. passing. And those long arms. I mean, they just got better defensively. Another yes, area they that's were really. The, that's the key. Yeah, <laughs> that's the I mean, key. They you literally have a guy that can guard every position. Giannis, when you run into the Bucks, is he going to stop him? Probably not, but he's going to contain him. You have a guy that can guard either DeRozan or Levine. If you play the Bulls. You have a guy that can guard. Who else? Who else I'm thinking of? Tatum or Brown? You have a guy like he can guard any of these guys. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be and, and he's in your divisions, so you'll see him more than once next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Well, we'll see. Everybody, enjoy your All Star break. Smoke. Have a safe trip to Cleveland. Yes, uh, check out the flats while you're there, man. You have a good time down the, there. The flats, what's yeah, that? The flats, where there's a lot of bars and stuff down there in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Cleveland actually right. is not a bad town. They get a bad <laughs> rap. It's not awful. It's not awful. I've been there. I've I'm going to hit up Joe Kim and ask him where to go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We want to thank you all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. 
You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. You can catch me on there as well. And the Father Good Podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. They got a new episode up uh, this week, so definitely check it out. Hey, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week.